0: Welcome to House It's a podcast about renovating an old house and trying to m- maintain my sanity. Oh, and it's also being turned into a book that I'm currently writing about, but I, I, I'm, you know, I've been working on this book for frickin' ever, and I have an agent. I, I know, it sounds so like a oh, agent. My agent says, you know what? I think you should fictionalize this thing. So, never wrote fiction before. What the hell? You know, I got, it's not like I got anything else to do. But anyway, so yeah, this is the podcast about uh, our stories of renovation, romance, and regret. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, ghosts and uh, noodle makers. Okay, podcast fans. <laughs> so it's been a while, I admit. Uh, but it's just, you know, I'm sure my crazy life is just as crazy as everybody else's right now in this pandemic. But so the reason I had taken this little sabbatical here with my podcasting was because my father had a uh, knee replacement and he is 91 and i i don't know if he thought he could just like uh you know like get in get a new knee and jump off the table and join the united states gymnastic team or something but anyway it took it took him a long time to rehabilitate and because of the pandemic he was in this rehab place and nobody could come in and see him and that was hard because I, you know, I don't know what's going, I mean, it's a top tier place. Don't get me wrong, but still, you know, I can't see him. I don't, I don't know. Is he losing weight? You know, does he look haggard? And then I have to, if I want to send him stuff, I have to like put it in a bag, leave it at the guard's desk. They have to come and take it up. I mean, it was very, it was very stressful, but long story short, he's back in his apartment, new knee, is i mean it is a miracle so let's hang our head on that i thought well i need to i need to have a diversion so i signed up for a online workshop about historic house tax credits so since i i did start doing research on the house a long time ago and the criteria for getting historic house tax credits has pretty much stayed the same. Your house has to be either architecturally significant in some way, or it has to have been associated with someone who was significant in some way, or some sort of event had to have happened there that was significant. So I thought, well, you know, it's been years since I dusted off my binder. Maybe, maybe there's more out there now about the guy who built the house. Maybe, maybe I can find out more about him. Maybe he's like a a big deal. So I started nosing around, and uh, I went to Ancestry.com because, you know, that's the place you go when you're gonna poke around about people's pasts. And I type in his name. And all of a sudden, he pops up on like ten family trees. Okay, so I knew he was married. I knew he had a daughter. I knew that his wife's sister and her husband and family lived next door. I I, I knew all that. I knew their names. I knew when, you know, and all that stuff. So I, all this information that I have is matching up with all with this guy who's listed in these family trees on ancestry.com but i can't see the family trees because i have to i have to join ancestry.com so i'm like damn it you know so i'm like all right i'll I'll pay for a month you know and i'll just have to remind myself to cancel it you know because let's face it right now money is tight i mean sidebar you know this was supposed to be the summer of Milwaukee and we were getting the Democratic convention and my husband has a lighting and staging company and oh my god you know it was gonna just take off well uh yeah we're lucky we can keep the lights on so anyway so I see this guy and and I see his name and then I see his wife's name and there's a picture of her and I'm like oh holy shit see okay back when we first moved in the house right i i never felt like a, like it was haunted or anything but i did have this very vivid dream that i got up and i went to the bathroom and there was this woman i don't know if she was in the mirror i mean you know that's kind of spooky and everything but anyway And she was telling me that she was a little pissed off because she wanted to have some help around the house. And her husband was like, no, no, you can do it yourself. You, You know, just get your sister to help you. And she was a little miffed, you know, and I remember her, she was kind of a, you know, had a big kind of a square face and Short, well, her hair must have been piled up, but it was like it wasn't like those voluptuous Gibson girl styles. it was kind of like little tight curls, and you know she wasn't she was kind of plain looking okay so i I see the woman's name, and there's a picture, and oh my God, it's the woman from my dream, yeah. Spooky. So there's this, you know, like it says, this family tree is owned by or managed by and it's got this name. So um, I I get the email from Ancestry.com and I email this lady who's in charge of this family tree. And I'm like, hey, I'm living in, you know, Albert's house and... I was just curious if you had any other pictures, blah, 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 contact me. Oh, my God. She contacts me like right away. And she's like, oh, I've got so many pictures I can show you. Oh, my God. This is like the holy, holiest grail of grails. So she sends me this picture and she says, now, I I can't be certain, but I think this man is the guy who built your house. And I said to her, I said, well, I, I heard in my, well, I found out in my old research that he had polio and that he walked with a limp. And she's like, oh, yeah, this makes sense because, look, this guy is holding a cane. Well, you know, he did not look anything like I had pictured. He kind of looked like, he was very dapper. He kind of he looked like Cary Grant. Okay, so the guy who built my house, his name was Albert. And his wife's name was Emma. And Emma's sister married a guy named Adolf Gropper. And they lived next door. Okay. And then I find out that um, they one of the they had a lot of sisters and brothers. And one of the sisters was a very good noodle maker, according to this woman I met at Ancestry.com. And one Thanksgiving, they had it at my house, and the auntie noodle maker had a heart attack and died in my house. So that's kind of creepy. And then um, I guess one of her brothers named William uh, found out he had leukemia and he hung himself next door. Now, there was a rumor. I remember one of the neighbors saying, like, yeah, some guy hung himself in the well house. And there's a well next door that they have covered up. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, at the time I thought, oh, yeah, right. But now I'm thinking, maybe, yeah, maybe that was true, you know. Now, the real house that could get tax credits is the house next door to me. Because that house uh, was built by a guy named Adolf Grapper, who survived an Indian massacre in New Ulm, Minnesota, and went on to become, like, the founder of the Wisconsin Dental Association. So... That's the house, not mine. I mean, my house just had a family who lived a life in it and shit happened to them and, you know, just their usual family trials of alcoholism and suicides and, you know, just and a noodle maker that had a heart attack and died. You know, just stuff. So yeah, writing this book, a fictionalized version of my life, you know, living with a man I barely knew, fixing up a house, who eventually became like the other woman in the relationship. Stay tuned.